Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast. The first place to come to get your everyday Wahoo fix, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So today we're going to talk about what's happening with the weather down in Durham, possibly. Uh, Of course, right now, you know, we're not too sure. There is a hurricane in the midst of everything else that's going on in the college football world. You know, as you know, whenever you have a hurricane going on, typically it's coming up from the south. Uh, You know, and when you have these things going on in these kinds of uh, weather uh, setbacks, uh, they still play the games um, unless you're in an a evacuation kind of a, a situation. We will, uh, you know, they will uh, play these games, you know, and, and, and UVA is going to possibly be uh, in a uh, middle of a uh, hurricane or a tropical depression. But uh, but today we're going to talk about uh, this will be the depth chart episode. Uh, the date is 9-28-22. This will serve as the Wednesday show for Locked On Virginia. And, uh, you know, i got a lot of cool things happening, and I will tell you guys what's going on uh, with me and some uh, some hosts that I uh, plan on bringing on that you will know so well. But, uh, yes, this is the depth chart episode, guys. So, Let's jump into the depth chart right off the bat. It was released yesterday. And, you know, when you have the depth chart, you always kind of look for any changes, subtleties. um, That kind of tells the story before the story has actually been told. So if you can read the depth chart, you know how to read it. You can tell if there's uh, some things going on as far as issues. So let's talk about this currently right now with uh, players that are injured, players that are in or out. Um, right now, it looks like there's going to be a change at center. And I'll uh, get you the names here of, of starters and backups. There's going to be a change at center. And that was a change that had to come in uh, last week's game, last Friday's game against Syracuse. It was almost like, you know, for performance, not for injury. But it was for performance uh, right off the bat. They had to have some changes. And we'll get into who that person, uh, who the new center will be. Uh, Antonio Clary will be back uh, as a uh, strong safety, uh, as a starter. You'll also have uh, Cone King, a defensive back who won't be there for injury. I believe that the injury uh, is a diagnosis as an MCL sprain. And he'll be gone for a while. Uh, based off of what happened last week as well with Nick Jackson getting kicked out for uh, kicked out of the game for the hit on the quarterback targeting last week, he's out for the first half, and then of course his replacement is another Jackson, but we're talking James Jackson, uh, and he'll be here uh, starting in the first half at least. So Nick Jackson can become available after halftime. Then there's a kicker change. How about that? We're going to have a kicker change, and I'm going to get you all the names here in a minute. But, you know, just, uh, you know, on the surface, those are just some some things that 
I need to get out to you guys as far as some changes to the to the to the depth chart and how I said earlier you can see stories or, or, or you can you know find some stories out based off of just a quick uh, change on the depth chart so let's uh, get into who do we have starting we got wide receiver Dontavian Wicks starting uh, his backup is Demick Starling. Demick Starling. Um, ba starter is Logan Taylor at left tackle. Mikhail Boley is his backup. Starting left guard, John Paul Flores. His backup, Noah Josie. And then I talked about the story, you know, on the offensive line. Justice Johnson. Justice Johnson. Uh, again, and, and his his uh, is a starting center. The backup is Ty Furnish, um, and, and I know he's had a hard time uh, this season uh, coming up. And I just think that he's you know, it's just you know he, these both of these guys are sophomores. First of all, it seems to me like they're two different types of centers. Uh, Ty Furnish is maybe a little bit more of your quicker center. Uh, at 6'3", 279, then you got your Justice Johnson center, who's uh, more of your bigger, bulkier center, 306. Maybe your, your better run-blocking center as well, 6'3", 306, Justice Johnson. Takes over as a starting center for the University of Virginia Cavaliers. Let's see what happens with this. Maybe, you know, his, uh, may maybe the team will see a, a rise in this Russian attack, because once that was made in the second half, uh, you know, and you could see the team started to run the ball pretty good, and that was uh, pretty interesting to see. Right guard, you got Derek Devine uh, starting, and his his uh, backup is Zach Teeter. Right tackle starting, Jonathan Leach, and his backup, Houston Curry. Now let's get into Let's get into the tight ends. You got the man Grant Mish, uh, big number 85 himself, and his backup Sackett Wood, who actually plays quite a bit as well. He kind of plays the, well, he plays like the when they do when they go two tight ends. You'll see the athletic Sackett Wood in there. Six four two forty four. He's kind of also plays a little bit of the fullback role uh, role as well. So you'll see Saki Wood in there. Uh, I like watching him play. I'm a fan, a huge fan of his. Uh, of course, you got QB. Of course, is Brandon Armstrong. His backup, Jay Wolfe. Uh, tailback, Paris Jones. Seems like he has reclaimed his his his, his throne as the <laughs> number one back. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes with um, Xavier. I mean, we'll see if X will get some time. You know, especially in the game where. It could potentially be a uh, uh, a rain-filled, rain-soaked evening. Not in the daytime, in the evening. <laughs> when the hurricane is has been moving through uh, the mid-Atlantic. So, yes, you're going to need as many uh, running backs on deck as you can get. Here's a uh, backup on the depth chart, Mike Hollins. Still, uh, wide receiver. Keaton Thompson uh, is in the slot with Billy Kemp. Yes, I said it. Billy Kemp 
to make a return. Uh, Coach Elliott uh, said that he gave him a break. He actually got cleared last week, but uh, he wanted to give him a break and uh, let his body heal an, another extra week. But I can tell you, we took a, uh, we absolutely, you know, took uh, took a loss, you know, at the slot position, not having him. So thank goodness, uh, Billy Camp is back, you know, in the short to intermediate routes. He will be back, and I think you'll see a huge difference, you know, in the way this offense ran. Maybe we're not throwing so 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 much in, you know, far down the field. Uh, you know, and 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 also in turn that makes the offensive line have to block longer. Maybe you know some of these shorter, uh, shorter to short intermediate passes will uh, you know will get an opportunity to see you know how this offense works. You know, with more of that kind of an option with a player like Billy Kemp. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your support, wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So yeah, you know, continuing on with this depth chart, uh, you know, what we're, you know, we just left off with Billy Kemp and having him back is a blessing because our short short game, uh, short passing game to, to, to mid-range game, having him out there, I think will change a lot of things. Fifth-year senior. Um, and, and beyond that, thank God that he's healthy to, uh, to play again. Uh, then we got my man Lavelle Davis, 6'7". I think the most underutilized... Uh, game-changing weapon that we have not utilized is Mr. Lavelle Davis, 6'7", 219, junior, who is, uh, who still, I feel, has a lot to say about this, this, uh, this game. Then, of course, Sean Moore, uh, is backing him up, and he is the backup for Mr. 6'7", himself, Lavelle Davis. So let's get on into the defensive side of the ball. Got my man Cam Butler, Cam Bam, Cam Butler, uh, transferring from Miami, Ohio. Big fan of his. Uh, you got Paul Akery, uh backing him up. Nose tackle, Jameer Carter, who's come a long way in my eyes, a junior uh, in run stuffing his last uh, week and a half here. Game and a half, uh, doing a great job. His backup, Devontae Davis, uh, is is uh, ready to rock and roll. He's out there. Then, of course, uh, the other defensive tackle starting beside him is Aaron Fumui. Uh, and then you got Mr. Ben Smiley backing him up. Bandit, 
big fan of this guy as well, Chico Bennett. Also, Chico Bennett is the uh, ACC defensive lineman of the week with two sacks and four tackles. From that last game, he was all over the place. Uh, another grad transfer in, a senior. He is, uh, excuse me, he's a senior. Um, not grad transfer. And, of course, Jack Camper is backing him up, who is a grad transfer out of Michigan State, playing that bandit position, that kind of like a rush-in uh, position. You'll see him there. Uh, the mic position, you got um, Deshaun Perry who's going to play that position, and possibly James Jackson as well. You know, they got Nick Jackson as the mic, the backup for that, until he can uh, jump back in and um, come in after halftime. At the wheel, you got Josh Ahern. Uh, steady, linebacker for the Wahoos at that wheel position. Uh, then, of course, you got Hunter Stewart as well as a backup for them. Uh uh, left corner, you got Fentrell Cypress and Elijah Gaines backing him up and Anthony Johnson and then Jalen Baker backing him up. And you got uh, at the spur position, you have Jonas Sanker. You know, you know they play kind of a three-safety position. His backup is Darius Bratton. But you're going to have your three major safeties. Is kind of how they play that defense with Jonas Sanker, Lex Long, and Antonio Clary. And uh, the backup at free safety for Lex Long is Donovan Johnson. And then the strong safety backup um, is Chase Chalmers, but the starter is Antonio Clary. And now let's get to the uh, uh, one of the bigger changes, change outs to your punter, still Daniel Sparks. The place kicker will not be Brendan Farrell this uh, go-around this week. It will be the five-star kicker, Will Betteridge, who will get... His real first opportunity to get in there and uh, handle the kicks to extra points. And uh, I believe Brendan Farrell will still handle kickoffs. So when we're talking about uh, getting points on the board from the kicking game, there has been a shift. The five-star kicker, they have taken the bubble wrap off. And uh, officially, you know, they, they gave him a, a shot last last uh week to kick and i know we had a uh field uh extra point block but this is will be his official start uh for the game his holder is uh jared raymer a uh, raymond and of course long snapper is aiden livingston punt returner billy kemp and kick returner demik starling which in my opinion did a hell of a job and has done a hell of a job since he's been back there returning the ball for these Wahoos. So, now that we got the depth chart out of the way, we kind of got an idea of you know, what players are where and what players are in, what players are out. Let's let's jump <clears throat> let's jump into this uh, Duke game a little bit. This is a, kind of a pre-pre-preview uh, about the Duke game in Raleigh down in Durham. Man, this is going to be an ugly one, guys. I just feel it in my bones. Uh, I don't think there is nothing more that we can say, but what we're going to do here, we're all going to watch uh, carefully. We're going to watch the weather channels and kind of see where Hurricane Ian, who has wreaked havoc uh, along the uh, Caribbean Sea, 
the Caribbean islands, uh, in the Gulf of Mexico, uh, coming up through central Florida. And, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty bad right now, you know, down there. God bless the people that are going through, uh, you know, going through this hurricane, the start of this hurricane season. Uh, God bless them, and I just hope that, you know, we can kind of get through it kind of quick. But, you know, I think it may hit it at three, category three or category four. One thing about being a sports fan, you guys have learned and you know that we have to talk about the weather. You know, the weather makes the game, can make the game more difficult or, or as easy as it needs to be. Or you could have a dome where, you know, like they played in last week in Syracuse, and, you know, your weather is perfect inside. But... When you get the uh, the elements involved uh, with wind, wind gust, um, and rain, you really start to uh, change the complexion of a game. And for the Wahoos, the complexion of the game will definitely be different. Sure, the Wahoos uh, have been known to pass the ball, but as of this year, this is a different team. This is a run-the-ball team, and they have shown signs of improvement in running the ball. Uh, it seems like they're finally, they're starting to feel their way out and, you know, kind of figure out who, what their identity is on offense, which is not what we know and what we've seen in the past. So down there, we're talking a lot of rain. I know up here in Hampton Roads, there could be two to six inches of rain, which is a ton of rain for us uh, up here because a lot of these are, you know, we're in a low flood zone um some a lot of our areas here because we're right here on the water in the hampton roads area virginia beach norfolk um portsmouth uh let's see here yeah suffolk you know hampton newport news surrounding areas it, it's you know it, it's not it's, this is gonna this could be really bad for us uh you know with all the rain you know my my fear is also we may you know wind up losing power because of all the rain you know this game's at 7 30 at night kind of tells you <laughs> where my mind is it's like all right i can lose power but hopefully we lose power you know not in the middle of the game or you know I'll, hopefully i'll be able to watch the game and then if we lose power i'll just have to deal with that <laughs> but um yes the game is uh is uh looks like it's gonna be a messy one um you know you ask some of the coaches about you know how to how do you prepare for a hurricane, you know, uh, field game, you know, where there's just tons of water on the field. Um, first of all, you got to, you know, see if it's natural grass or turf, what you're playing on, speed turf or, or um, you know, what, what your surface is. Then you would prepare from there. Also, all the balls, the most obvious thing, the ball is going to be absolutely soaking wet as well. When the ball is soaking wet, of course, Drops are a major concern. Quarterback trying to throw the ball, even bigger concern. Uh, saw an article. Shout out to uh, my homegirl Jackie Frantuli, who is with Wahoo Two Four Seven. She had reported that Brennan will not be wearing a glove on his throwing hand, I believe, and he'll be uh, trying to uh, go without. But they have them working with wet balls in practice. That is a standard in every in every uh, uh, coaching and uh, weather preparation uh, 
uh, practice setup. You have to have uh, wet balls, and they're, they're soaking these balls in buckets, throwing them to the uh, players, and they have to be comfortable playing you know, with these uh, wet balls. Receivers, you know, we, we've had an issue with drop passes this year. You know, hopefully, you know, the drop passes don't become that big of an issue with this uh, with this game, with this weather. So that's why I was saying, you know, and then secondly, the turnovers. You know, the ball is slippery. It'll, it'll get away from you. And, you know, and that's why I say the running game, keep it on the ground. Pound the rock. You know, let's kind of see how this team can progress, uh, you know, in this weather. And, and this, <laughs> sure, that's what Coach Elliott wants to do. They want to run the run the ball more in, in uh, offensive coordinator Des Kitchings. But we may have to just do this by default, you know, out of necessity uh, to win this game. Uh, Duke, you know, we will do a Duke review uh, later in the week. And trying to have a surprise for you guys. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag now. Trying to get my man a... a Ball Hawk Ahmad Hawkins on the show. You guys know who the Ball Hawk is. Ball Hawk did me a solid this uh, uh, yesterday and came on the show and gave us some time uh, with my Seven City Shop Talk Sports brand as well. We talked about the inner workings of some of the uh, uh, of UVA media and kind of how it works and how you know uh, they're listening to um, you know what the fans uh, about about the game day experience that is. And, you know what the fans are looking for. Also, he gave his input, you know, or his insight on, you know, pass concepts. You know what kind of goes on, um, you know, with the quarterback, and, and just a, a great analysis from him, from a former Wahoo, and the on-field game day, pre-game and halftime announcer, uh, my man Ahmad Hawkins in the building uh, for us uh, yesterday, and I'm trying to get him on. This week to do a little bit of a Duke uh, preview for us uh, for the game. Of course, the game, uh, let me give it to you. It is Saturday night, 7.30. So, yeah, you know, hopefully this this rain does not put us, you know, and this wind does not knock out our power. You know, we pray for that. I do not want, you know, this my power to be knocked out or anybody else's. But, you know, especially during uh, this game. So, uh, it'll be raining all day, and it's it's uh, not looking favorable for uh, good football weather. Unless you're a defensive team, which the Wahoos seem to be turning into. This defense, uh, you know, I can see them having a really good game in this weather. Um, Coach Rosinski has them starting to hum, and they're starting to believe and what kind of defense they can be. They had six sacks this past game. Four turnovers. That's the kind of defense that, you know, more of a little bit of a bend, bend but don't break kind of a defense, but uh, a game-changing defense. Whenever you get that many turnovers, number one, you're supposed to win the game. Number two, you know, you are quickly taking momentum away from the op- opposition's uh, offense. And when you can do that and, and give your team, your offensive side of the ball, more chances to score, you know, extra possessions, that's what the defense is designed to do. And, and they've been doing that, uh, or they did that last week to perfection. And then, 
you know, stopping the run, which I felt was one of the things that they had to do. They had to stop the run up front, and they have slowed the run down, which in turn has made uh, and made Syracuse, in particularly, uh, more of a passing and, uh, team. And then we got to tee off with our pass rushers because we have uh, a front four, I think, that can really get to you with um, Chico Bennett, Cam Butler, uh, Famui, Aaron Famui. You got Jameer Carter who comes in and out, but then you get Ben Smiley in there who's a little bit more of your pass rushing defensive tackle. Then you got Paul Akery and uh, some guys behind him. There, You know, I've seen Nick Jackson get in there. I've seen some of the safeties come. Uh, so this is going to be a very interesting game. But when you're a defense, you got, you know, you kind of like bad weather because it hinders, it hinders, you know, offenses, you know, like, to you know, stops them from what they like to do best, and and, and this is you know th- this is it. You know, here comes the bad weather. Here comes you know football weather. You know, the fall has arrived, and so has hurricane season. Uh, and Hurricane Ian is gonna be there in the stadium with us, or the remnants of it as well. So um, <clears throat> everybody, just sit tight, and you know we're gonna come back to you. Um, later, uh, or tomorrow, and then later in the week, we're going to do, try to do a, uh, uh, what we call a, um, excuse me, what, what we call the, uh, the pregame, uh, preview of the Duke game. So make sure that you are on, that you are, uh, online, online with us for that. And, you know, as we can, you know, tell you some more news about what games they just announced, the Louisville game. October 8th, which is a home game for the Wahoos, is going to be at noon. My goodness. You know why, right? You know why, guys. Because whenever you don't play good, let's call it what it is, they give you the early game, man. They want to get get your game played and over with so they can get the real games that they, that they think people are more interested in for the popular time slots. The 4.30 time slot. The seven o'clock time slot; those are the time slots that that a lot of people would love to be on, and and that's what they're uh, that's what they're betting on. But they have us at the early game against Louisville. Let them play, get their game over with. Then we'll get into supposedly, in their eyes, more interesting games for the week. So that's why they that's why they always um, you know they 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 wait for about a week and a half before they give us the actual time of the game so it's all right though you know we'll see how this goes and i'll be on the grounds uh doing another tailgate we will maybe um hold off and tell you guys which tailgate that we're looking for uh as of course always here locally we do our ticket giveaway on, on those uh on home games so be on the lookout for that as well but i can tell you this has been great uh another one in the books for you guys and this has been uh, the Wednesday show, 9-28-2022 of Locked on Virginia. I got to say thank you guys for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Get more on the ACC by making Locked on ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked on Take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC your second listen. Locked On ACC.